Hey there, I'm Helen Ornelas, and I've been a life insurance, long-term care, and Medicare broker for over 20 years, helping thousands of clients during this time. I've come across all types of cases, questions, and calls from people who are in planning or in crisis and provided solutions. So welcome to the OnLive podcast with Helen Ornelas. Listen, you know as well as I do that taking care of important things in life is motivating, empowering, and even inspirational. You're thinking, what does this look like? If you're a business owner, executive, or someone who wants to know, what do I need to know about life events, how to prepare, where can I get help, you're in the right place. These life events will be coming your way, and you will receive these phone calls from your family, siblings, in-laws, grandparents, business partners, and friends. What calls do you think are coming my way? Let's find out. I'll be sharing stories, solutions from me, my clients, providers of service, and others that can help you now or in the future. We have the toolbox here on life, so if you're ready, let's get your toolbox loaded up. Hey, welcome back. This is Helen Ornelas with On Life with Helen. And I'm with Ben Godinas today, and he is going to talk to you about something that business owners should most definitely consider. I know you men and women out there running businesses. Man, it's tough out there with all of the things that you need to take care of, and you might be looking for a solution. So I'm going to let Ben take it from here, introduce himself, his company, and talk a little bit about your pain points and some solutions. So Ben, take it away. Well, sounds good. Thank you so much, Helen. I appreciate the time that um, you've allowed me to come on here and talk with you and have a conversation. I love talking business. I love talking strategy. I love talking pain points and solutions and and learning from others. So um, hopefully this is mutually beneficial for, for everyone here that's tuned in. Well, first off, about myself, I've been here with Venture since the beginning of this year. I hopped ship from another PEO, which is the industry that I'm in just looking for more solutions for my clients and working backwards. I was a broker myself. I'm doing personal lines insurance, commercial lines insurance for about 12 years. And I became a referral partner to the industry that I'm in. And I'd say the the moment that it clicked for me was when I was, when everybody said the same things over and over again, when I asked them what challenges they were facing, right? This was just a few years ago, but it's even more relevant today is, you know, if you ask any business owner, you know, what are your challenges or what are things that get in your way? It's, it's typically surrounded around people, whether it's attracting talent, retaining talent, developing talent, it's pricing going up, something having to do with price, or it's the other noise or what I like to call the alphabet soup of all the different regulatory agencies and things that are breathing down business owners' necks. So, you know, whether it's ACA or OSHA or HR and ERISA and HIPAA and yeah, FDA craziness. And yeah. all of these different acronyms. Yeah. yeah. And they all kind of come into a common denominator of non-revenue generating activities. And, you know, as an insurance broker, all I can do is help save them money and make sure that they're protected from a liability standpoint, which is great, but it's a little bit more of a reactive type of solution. It's I, I can save you money now, but we don't know what's going to happen next year and we'll just react when it happens. You know, whether you have losses of, for your employees, right? Your premiums are going to go up. We'll reshop it next year. Right. Um, you know, if it's 
benefits, right? Hey, I've got a 12% increase this year. What can I do? Well, sorry, you're, you know, some of your employees had cancer and they, they used a lot of their coverage. So it is what it is. You know, the premiums are just going to go up. And so it's a lot of apologizing and it's a lot of claims management or, or mitigation. And so when I was introduced to the concept of a professional employer organization, PEO, for me, it was an easy button that I can refer my business owners to and go, look, all that noise, all the stuff that you deal with that doesn't make you money, that takes you out of the field from going and bidding on jobs or getting new contracts or developing your people, investing in your people, um, developing culture, the things that, that you like to do, all the stuff that takes you away from that, I have a solution. And it's what I have now kind of coined the term of, it's a unisource solution. Instead of having all these different silos of solutions where, hey, you're dealing with job costing and payroll administration. Well, you need a payroll provider. Hey, you need a a better broker. Let me refer you to a a better benefits broker. Hey, you need work comp. You need general liability. Let me refer you to a broker. You know, guy with the duck comes in and says, Hey, you need supplemental benefits. Let me refer you to them. You need a, you need a 401k now in California, (laughs) over five employees. Let me refer you to it. You know what I mean? Like it just keeps going on and on and on with all these siloed solutions that eventually are going to come up. A PEO consolidates all of those problems into solutions with one company, but with a dedicated team of professionals. A good PEO is going to give you a dedicated team that you can call for any one of those problems that know your business intimately, that you have a conversation and you have a relationship with. They know what's going on on a day-to-day basis with your staff and you know from the top down, the C-suite down, so that you can actually develop processes uh, that keep you on your business and not just in your business. So Ben, what is a good size company or maybe like the smallest size company that would fit medium, large type of thing? And, and maybe what that looks like for those individuals. Yeah. You know, the, the nice thing about venture is that we can work with startups. So we can work with very oh, small wow. companies and we can work all the way up to five and 50,000 person life groups. So we have regions of McDonald's franchise owners. We have Buffalo Wild Wings. We have WeWork. We have we have a bunch of these large companies that utilize us for certain aspects of what we do. And then we have the startups that are like, look, I know how to sell and I've got a product or I've got an idea that I can just go up, go to market. But with that sales comes, I need to hire an HR person, a payroll processor, right? I need to hire these back-end people so that I don't have to deal with it or learn how to do it myself. Because you know, it always starts out with the family, right? It starts out with you see the right. wife or the husband that's doing some of the back end operations, and then it's you know your cousins and your friends. And once you get outside of that, once you get outside of that five fifteen person operation, then you're hiring strangers. Right. Then you've got liability exposure. Then you've got people that they're going to file a workers' comp claim. They they could potentially sue you. You've got to be legal and compliance and all these things. And that's where PEO really comes in. So to answer your question, you know, I'd say 15 person group or someone that's, that's growing to that size as a startup is a great starting point from a small end. But then we can also work with the 150 to 250 person groups, especially as it relates to, you know, they're in growth mode and they've kind of in the last few years, especially blue collar, they've grown so fast, but they haven't built their infrastructure up right. equivalently. So they're going, we've got problems and we, I don't want to hire half a million dollars with staff to keep up with the demand of, of plusing and minusing my employees all day long. And, and again, with these silos, every one of those silos, they don't talk to each other, right? right? So with one causation, there is a multiplicity of different problems that come along with that. So you've got to 
update them in the payroll system. You've got to update them with their benefits, update them on your comp, update them on your, on your commercial auto. You've got to update them on uh, whether it's Cobra or 401k and all these things. You've got one person or, or multiple people that have to deal with all of these things that happen when you've got employee issues and problems right. and waves of the business. And so, you know, it's more money, more problems, right? <laughs> yeah, most certainly. Yeah. So I know getting time from a business mm-hmm. owner that get them to actually stop and focus on something. Mm-hmm. And then if you've got five or six or seven people trying to grab that kind of time, a business owner is certainly going to lose some traction on the sales side and doing what they love and why they decided to start the business for themselves in the first place. Bingo. Yeah. They yeah. always start with an idea and a beer, as I would say, right. right? You're on the couch and you're like, I want to start a business. Why? I want to make more money. I, I don't want a boss. I can do it better. I want to be employer of choice, right? There's all these grand legacy type of ideas. And then you start that business. And then all of a sudden, all this tactical stuff gets in your way, right? Then you have to, you know, sit there. You got to think about all of the, the alphabet soup. You've got to, you've got to hire employees that, that do all that stuff. Then you've got to think about, okay, mitigating risk. I get audits, right, from my insurance companies. I'm growing so fast. I have to offer 401k. I have to have an employee handbook. I, this is not why I started my business. Right, right. <laughs> um, and it just gets lost. And then it's not, sometimes it's not until they get their hand slapped or OSHA shows up or they get an audit, $40,000 audit. I had one client that um, it, it was a double their premium because they grow so fast. Hey, congratulations. You doubled your business last year. You owe us 40 extra grand for last year oh, and right, pay twice right. this year. Right. And so they don't think about that stuff because they just go, well, I mean, I was only doing half a million dollars in business last year. Now I'm doing a million. Why do I have to you know, pay more? I didn't have any claims. So that's what yeah. I dealt with as a broker. And so with the PEO, it's to address that point specifically, it's a pay-as-you-go solution for benefits and for workers' comp. So there's ne- really never any audits. With a good PEO, uh, there are some you know, that, right. that will still audit depending on how they do it. Venture, that's not how it works. But yeah, it's... Finding a streamlined solution that it's, you know, the, the, the things that I write down for business owners is do what you do best and delegate the rest. So um, Ben, can you walk us through maybe a client mm-hmm. that you've brought on recently, mm-hmm. let's say a medium-sized company, mm-hmm. and maybe they had some problems when they showed up at your doorstep and how you kind of onboarded them, maybe you provided some solutions and just kind of walk us through the whole, the whole thing, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. Um, to help paint the picture. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you one that that speaks to just about everything that we do. Blue collar, they're a contractor, remodeler. And I have two that kind of mirror one another, actually. So they're, they're very similar. One was small. One was um, literally one employee. And the other was, uh, there were 55 employees, but they had the same issues. And, and it came down to, it first was brought into me by, by an insurance broker. And it was because they had a claim. And so what happens when you have a claim is your X mod goes up. That's the factor that basically determines how much your premium is. And you always start at a one. And if you have no claims or less claims, then it goes below a one. And you get basically discounts on your workers' comp. And when you have claims, it goes higher. So they noticed that they were having claims. So their X mod is consistently going up, which means that their premiums are going up. So it was brought to me because they said, look, my premiums have gone up you know, 25% in the last couple of years. Lower my premium. Okay. That's really a symptom of a problem, of a root cause problem, right? So a good doctor would ask, you know, what does your diet look like? What does your lifestyle look like? Let's go into more of of why you're having headaches or whatever, right? So this is a headache. They're paying too much in premium. So it came to me and I said, okay, well, let's talk about your loss runs. Let's look into that. 
So who is this employee to you? Oh, he was a 20 year veteran. I hired him and um, he fell off a scaffolding. So I said, okay, how long was he an employee of yours? Oh, matter of fact, he was only here for about a week. Oh, really? Cow. So wow. how did he fall off the scaffolding? Well, he didn't lock the wheels on the scaffolding, it rolled, and then he fell off. So I, now I have so many questions, right? Right, right. What does your hiring process look like? Oh, he had a great resume, so I hired him on the spot. Interesting. What kind of certifications do you require? What does your onboarding process look like? What does your training process look like? Who's in charge of your risk management? Who's the, the on-site supervisor right. that makes sure that the wheels are locked? Do you have a written program? Has OSHA ever showed up? Because that's an OSHA violation. If right, you're not right. locking the wheels and you're not taking certain procedures, right? That reminds me of another one, a forklift, <laughs> um, another injury related. And they, they didn't have a beep on their forklift. And they were, they were fined $10,000. And it was because somebody got injured from a forklift because it doesn't beep. OSHA showed up. Right. And doesn't have a backup beeper. Something as simple as that. So going back to this. So the symptom was my rates are going up. Save me some money this year. And we, we reverse engineer why this claim happened. It's because they don't have a hiring process. They don't have an applicant tracking system. They don't have a good criteria as to who they want. Right. It's, it was one interview hired on the spot, not multiple interviews. They weren't hiring for the right reasons. No training process to speak of. No safety managers, no middle management. Right. He's too busy because he's a business owner. Right. Um, all of these things. And so I go, we have a lot of things to work on. We need to revamp your training process, your hiring process. We need to get an applicant tracking system for you. We also need to work on your culture as well, which is another conversation because he has multiple people putting in multiple claims and we don't know if they're really legitimate or not. Right. Um, rolling their ankle at, you know, basketball on the weekends or something. Right. And so it's out of control. And in getting down to all of this, he was with a quote unquote PEO. He was with ADP that does his payroll and does some HR. And okay. they say, Hey, we can do your HR. Here's a 1-800 number. It's three grand a month. And you can call us if you need us. Right. He's like, I'm already with the PEO. Really? What is your-? So when they came out and did your inspection of your, your training process and your, your risk management, like how did they deliver that to you? What are you talking about? They never come out on site. They've never come here to evaluate my training process or my, my risk management or anything like that. So we get down to it and I go, look, this is everything that we offer. You're going to have your own loss control specialist. You're a risk manager. You're going to, we're going to help mitigate claims on a proactive basis. We're going to help in your onboarding, your hiring process. You're going to have a payroll processor that is not only going to process your payroll, but they're going to track your applicants. And we're going to implement a geo fencing technology that's uh, from an app that the uh, your folks, when they clock in, they have to be within the job site. And if you're doing different job codes, because one's a government job and the other oh, one's a private. Oh, interesting. Wow. And you have different rates that you're paying them at, but you don't know if this guy's actually on that job site or not. You're just taking his word that he was at the job at 8 a.m. He may have gotten there at 9. Is he taking his lunch breaks? Is he taking his you know 15-minute breaks and intervals? The app can notify them and track all that too so that you're compliant. All of these little things that he wasn't thinking about that he's paying the price for, but we're not getting down to the root cause. So it became a perfect solution. We did end up saving him about $25,000 year one just on his work comp because we have a master policy versus outsourcing it or brokering it out. And then we are able to talk about benefits as well. Now we can do benefits. We can carve it out. 
just like we can carve out work comp depending on how the, the business is brought to us. If it's brought to us by a broker, we don't have to talk about benefits at all. We'll edify the broker right. and their relationship. But we also have our own master policy and we have a new max funded option as well that's a game changer that the brokers will utilize us for as a carrier, as an option, as a solution for their clients. And the beautiful part is our referral partners get paid for you know the on the life of the client on an ongoing basis as well. But it's another story. So with this uh after you had this initial conversation with this business owner, what were his thoughts and his questions that he had for you? It sounds like he eventually went with you guys, but just for those business owners that are listening, I was just curious, like what were some of the next questions or, or concerns that he had? It's a great question. I mean, he, he would, to answer your question, he was mind blown. He was like, I didn't know that that existed. First of all, he's like, I didn't think about all of the pre-existing type of processes that I don't have in place that led to this accident that it happens every year. He has somebody that gets injured and we get back to the root cause of it. And he's like, yeah, well, now that I think about it, I didn't check his certifications or I just trusted what he said. Right. So he was open to a whole new world of possibilities. But, you know, these follow-up questions were, of course, well, what is this going to cost me? Which is his first question, of course. Right. And I said, well, how much would it cost you to hire a risk manager to be on site with all of your jobs? Uh, about 85 grand a year. How much would it cost to have a dedicated HR person that's going to do all the things that we just discussed? Uh, Another $65,000 a year. How much do you think you're paying for your your ADP? That's what it was. It was how much, or no, yeah, it was total sources, ADP's um, PEO solution. How much do you think you're paying for that? So we add all that up and he's going, I'm paying about $225,000 a year if I want to have these solutions. Holy cow. Right? Okay. So if we save you $25,000 a year on comp and our total administrative costs for everything to have a dedicated team for a risk manager, HR specialist, payroll specialist, work comp specialist, and I, I'm not sure if he went with benefits or not, but we, he would have a benefit specialist as well. And a 401k, which he didn't offer and not attracting great employees. Is he going to able to offer that? We came in at like $40,000. Nice. Um, and you know, of course, this is a... 10, $12 million company or whatever. So right. dropping a bucket compared to having to hire even just one or two of those professionals himself. Well, and what a relief, right? What a mental relief that he's got this team behind him to kind of, when stuff comes on his plate, he's like, hey, I, I can pitch this off over here and I know it's going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And how do you follow up with the business owner and let them know like what you're working on? what issues and, you know, the training that he needs to do on his end? Fantastic question. So from day one, and, and the first thing that we do really after having an initial discussion is we do a deep dive. It's a diagnostic that we go into depth about their processes, their day in the life. We typically meet with their team. If he's got a dedicated HR and payroll person, the backend staff, we'll have them there at the meeting as well. And we understand what their pain points are. We find gaps in what that is. And so from day one at our proposal, when we start you know, onboarding, we say, this is basically a business plan of what we're going to implement. And here is our team. Here they are. We're going to have a meeting with them and say, the payroll person is going to say, this is now my responsibility. I'm going to take this off of your plate. I'm going to help create this process, your applicant tracking, your geo coding. I'm going to get your employees onboarded. I'm going to take that off of your plate. Your HR person is going to say, this is what my responsibility is. These are things that we're going to work on from day one. And then here's a long-term solution. So they're going to meet the team and they're going to align. And then from there, 
we have a timeline of, of follow-up and it's, you know, quarterly meetings with the CEO and it's going to be, you know, probably every day for the first week of onboarding. And then it's going to be just a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, regular conversations with the staff. And then of course, we're at their beck and call for any reactive sort of things that happen. But proactively, we're scheduling out how we're going to implement all of the, the changes, you know, that we're going to make. And then I think the second part of your question was what, um, how does a relationship work kind of ongoing? Yeah. Like he may not even know that there's a worker's comp claim that came in or there are things that happen when you're running a business, somebody's got to tell you yes, or, or you finally open that mail that's been sitting on your desk for two or three weeks, right? So we're the, we're the front lines of claims, mitigation and management. So the moment that the claim comes in, so first of all, the employees are then educated from day one, who to call, they get a card in their wallet and there's an app on their phone that says, if you have a claim, this is the nurse triage number nice. to call. Nice. So we're at frontline mitigation. So if they have a cut on their finger and the nurse on the line can determine it's not worth going to the emergency room, maybe going to urgent care instead or whatever, depending on what their benefits are, they see all of that. They see what benefits they're offering and what makes most sense. And if they can say, look, this is what I would recommend you do, tape it up or you know whatever, right. or go to Walgreens and get this or whatever it might be. If they can mitigate it on the front end like that, great, saves the business owner money and the client is still taken care of. Or they say, no, we're getting an ambulance to you right now. Your finger got cut off. Uh, let's see if we can save it. Find the finger, get ice right. on it, tape, tape <laughs> it up. Real example. Um, right. I had, I had uh, last year lost a finger, but was able to save the finger based on the nurse triage line. So employees are educated. Business owner knows what's going on. And then as far as the communication, so we have a new platform that's coming out here in July called Venture One. And it's, it's really going to consolidate the claims, the benefits and everything else into one easier system. Because right now it's a payroll system that has HR and everything else. And then claims and benefits are kind of a, a secondary jump over to a different website. So we're consolidating that right now. So everything talks to one another. And there's an employee facing side. There's the, the business owner facing side. And then if there's a broker involved or even an accountant, there's a view only um, oh, section nice. as well. So they can go in there and pull reports. They can get, you know, payroll register if they give them access to that. They can give a, a census if they give them access to that and, and easier ways to, for everyone that's involved to communicate across the lines. Very nice. It sounds like a great way to streamline things and let that business owner run their business because that's the number one thing that I think that they like to do. I know that <laughs> I ran a very large company for several years and I spent more time in court and on the phone and EED than I ever did running the company at a certain right. point. I mean, it was just mind boggling and we had a complete team, but it was still the amount of time and energy. It was just, I don't know, it was paralyzing. It handicapped yeah. us. Yeah. That, that's a good key word there, Helen. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that business owners can relate to that term of just paralyzing and numbing. Yeah. And, and yeah you just hit this glass ceiling where you're like, I know where I want to go. I can see it. It's right there. If I can just grab it, yeah. but I can't because of X, Y, Z that's going on in my day-to-day challenges. You know, and that's, that's what I say is we, we help consolidate those operational challenges so that they can focus on what they do best, whatever that's swinging a hammer or bidding on jobs, or, or if it's a technology company, right. Going out and, and going to conventions and going to, you know, the places they need to be to network. Yeah. I think that that's all of our business owners' dreams is that we can just completely have the freedom to do what we want to do and because we know that we have a trusted team of professionals that are doing the operational side of things. Right? So I know as a business owner, I'm still a business owner. Sometimes when you talk about 
a cool opportunity like this, you think about the onboarding time and even that can be overwhelming as a business Mm -hmm. owner. It's like, man, all of this sounds great. It's a perfect solution, but how much of my time are you going to monopolize just to get this up and going? So can you speak to that a little bit? I'm so glad you brought that up. That is that is probably the number one, I wouldn't say objection, but it's just kind of a misconception right, of, right. of what it is. And because it can be arduous. There's other PEOs and, and payroll companies that do drag out that process for so long. Right. So maybe they had a bad experience. And, and frankly, I, I worked at another PEO previously that it, it did take up to three months and it was a big time suck. And frankly, not a lot of, you know, things got done sometimes, right? Right. It just depends on availability of the business owner and things like right. that too. You know, we've got to be efficient with time. Yes. And so after that deep dive, which is about an hour, a meeting, meeting with the team, we put together an implementation that works for their timeline. So we sit down and we actually go, okay, how much time can you allocate a week so that we can focus on processes? Can you cut out an hour or is it half an hour? Is it five hours, right? Depending on their time and their investment, we design the plan around their availability and with their staff. And that's why they're there too. So we're sitting down with the HR folks and we go, how much time are you spending on payroll, right? On correcting the numbers and things like that. I'm spending four hours every Wednesday. It takes up most of my time. Okay, cool. So if we can teach you our system day one, and we're going to continue to work with you on that, if we can cut that down to one hour, You'll have an extra three hours a day, hypothetically, right? Fantastic. What now? What are you going to do with that time? And we do the same thing with the business owner talking about revenue. We go, look, we're going to save you X amount of dollars in in your um, you know bottom line. What are you going to utilize that those funds for? Are you going to reinvest that into your people, or are you going to use that for growth? Right. Okay. Now let's build a strategy around that as well. So everything is custom, and that's the thing I love most about venture is that. We don't just have PEO in a box. You've got to use everything all at once. Take right. it or leave it. Here's our price. And that's what most other PEOs do. Venture is a totally customizable solution. So whether it's just payroll only for now, or if it's the whole kit and caboodle of, of the whole team, we meet the business owner wherever they are and their availability. And then we can build with that, right? Once we've given them more time back in the day, now they can focus more on the next strategy. Right, right. Wow. To be honest with you, I, you know, I've heard about PEOs for a really long time and hearing this all spelled out, especially with your company being able to break it out a little bit and that it's not all in a box and you have to take all the services because, you know, a business owner might have a relationship with another entity that they're not willing to give up. And would that exclude them from moving forward in the other areas that somebody could kind of help them with? And so that's great that you guys are flexible like that. I chose Venture for three reasons. One that we just talked about is the customizable solutions and, and just the, the, we can kind of be an amoeba for that business. We can just fit them work and, and fit and mold wherever they are at that moment. So client facing wise, I, I love their product and their solution the most. Number two reason was how they partner with brokers and referral partners, whether it's a benefits broker or a PNC broker or an accountant or even a banker, like we want to align. And we have these established relationships with these different partners because they're working with business owners toe-to-toe on a daily basis about problems, about trying to find solutions. And most of their PEOs, unfortunately, are selling against them because they're taking away that business. Right, right. right? They're taking away the benefits or the comp or the payroll. I want to help insulate that from the from the competition, so to speak, and help partner because we can both work together with that business owner and mutually find solutions for them. 
And at the end of the day, the broker is still maintaining that relationship. And I'm edifying that relationship and saying, no, you want to maintain that relationship with Helen. You know, she's phenomenal. I'm so glad that she's thoughtful enough to introduce us so that we can work on a solution together. Rather than, hey, we can do it all. We don't need Helen. She's garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I mean, that. you know, there's enough room for everybody. You just need to kind of figure it out. Yeah. So if you were just to pick three areas that you think a business owner should really consider getting a PEO to help them with, just three, what would you recommend? If their problems are, I can't find, attract, or retain talent, we've got a solution. And I didn't really talk too much about it, but a little CL plant is we do have a, a separate division called Solvo that we have our own university, our own 1500 person staff down in Medellin, Colombia. That is a near source solution. That I, had, I have two meetings now scheduled that I just scheduled today for. They need a virtual assistant slash executive assistant that they can pay a fraction of the cost in Medellin. That's bilingual, college educated. They're, they're managed by our team down there. They work nine hours a day, five days a week. In Colombia, that's their full-time schedule, opposed to trying to find talent here in the States and have them work domestically. If they're going to work virtually anyway, then Solvo is a, is a fantastic solution um, that we have. Uh, but even if they want to hire here domestically, they need people to swing a hammer, we can solve with that as well. So if it's a recruiting or retention piece, we can help with that. If it's processes and it's, I need a better technology, we've got that solution. And I've got uh, the third solution is comp and benefits, right? That's always a, a conversation every year at renewal. Right. They're talking about price and they're talking about value. And and we frankly deserve a seat at that table as well with your broker. That's totally right. fine, right? Whether in the other thing is we have our master policies, but we can also go to market. So we have the ability to essentially shop the market along with the broker and find a solution or BOR it broker of record change it. If they're like, I don't have a broker, I'm with Gallagher and I don't know who the person is or they left, right. what have yeah. you. We will be that that point of contact and we can just BOR the policy if it's with WCF or whomever it may be. You know, Nice. So in closing, how does somebody contact you? And even if they have a mess to clean up, are they still a good, a good person, a good business that you want to onboard? Because sometimes people are looking when things are messy. The messier, the better. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) The the toughest sale is someone that's like, I know everything. I'm good. I'll figure it out on my own. I'm fine. I can't have a conversation if they're not humble (laughs) enough to admit better ways to do things. But yeah, the best way to contact me is by email or by phone. And and I, again, if it's a broker that's listening or that they want to bring their broker in, by all means, I I welcome them on that, that first introductory call to get to know one another and to find alignment. And if it makes sense, then great. We'll move forward. We won't. If it doesn't, we won't waste any more time, right? So I'll I'll give my email and phone number. Yeah, we'll have that available for sure. Ben, is your company nationwide? Yeah, all fifty states and international. So I'll give another little seed: is that we can do international companies, whether they have physical employees out of you know internationally or vice versa. If they're an international company, have employees here domestically. I'm working with one as we speak right now. It's got a lot of folks in, in India. So we can be that EOR, that employee of record, and we can still run their payroll across state lines and internationally. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, Ben, thanks so much for providing all this awesome information for our business owners. Yeah, well, it's a lot. And if somebody's driving around in their car or just relaxing or eating lunch and they're 
taking a break because they've got some of these problems on their plate. It's a great conversation and I hope they pick up the phone and, and give you a call and get things rolling. Indeed. Yeah. I always love meeting business owners. So even just to have a great conversation, nothing else, we'll learn something from one another and that can be a great referral source for you. Awesome. Um, that's, that's what I love to do. So thank you so much, Helen, for the time. I greatly appreciate it. And um, thank you for your wisdom and, and your questions. And Oh, thank you. Yeah. Exciting. I'll have you back on again later this year. Updates are really good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Ben, take good care. All right. Thank you as well. All right. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of On Life with Helen Ornelas podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribed, rated and reviewed on your favorite podcast player, please do. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly, Helen at OrnellosInsurance.com, H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S Insurance.com. In closing, this podcast is dedicated to all who believe in preparing for the future and beyond. Beyond.